Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? Hey! Sup? You want to do that again without hitting something on the desk? No. It's going to be in the, it's going to be Don't in the care. show. Don't care. Hang on, I'll drop something else on the desk. Ah! If this is your first time listening to the show, I'm going to actually recommend that you go to intro.thatkindofnerd.com, learn a little bit about us, a little bit about the show, and then uh, jive headfirst into this episode. That seems like a mistake. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, just learning about us in general seems like a mistake. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Putting effort into to learn who we are, absolutely. All right. Yeah. That makes total sense. I'm with you on that one. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Except for Josh. Josh is lovely. I'm fascinating. Let's just jump headfirst into it in a segment that we call Screen to Stream, where we talk about everything from movies and TV. Uh, listen, uh, there's there's some good things happening. On Tuesday, fair people, tomorrow you will be having Disney Plus officially Is launching. that tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. That's exciting. I know, right? So there'll be Anna Kendrick movies playing in Brian's house. And there will be. Terrible CGI dogs. And there will be, to be one Christmas movie played before Thanksgiving, and it will be that Anna Kendrick movie. You're not, yeah. it's not, you're not going to go directly to, like, The Mandalorian or? Um, I mean, it depends. If I'm with my wife, it's going to be wife. Lady and the Tramp and Noel. If I'm by myself, it's going to be Mandalorian. She has no desire to watch Mandalorian. I'll watch that. Uh, but I did want to talk about the other newer streaming service for a little bit. Uh, Apple TV Plus, uh, because they have a, announced a few things, one of them being renewal of four of its flagship series already. Now, uh, to, to really kind of put this in perspective, the first season isn't even done. Episodes five aren't even aired yet for some of these shows. I have watched the first three episodes, I believe, of uh, For All Mankind. And uh, I'm actually kind of digging that show a little bit. Uh, you I have, would. I have not dug into. Yes, it's very nice to see my home country uh, featured so prominently <laughs> in the show. I, I of course don't mean that of of the USSR. I of course, mean uh, America. But uh, I thought uh, you were talking about Florida. Very happy to see that the right people get on the moon the first time. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm not watching any of this. I, I haven't watched a single Apple TV Plus thing. I, I will say this. I, I haven't. I just haven't watched anything. I, I know I never liked Joel Kinnaman, right? Is that his name? The guy from Suicide Squad? I like him in one thing. I like him when he's a bad guy. When he's like, when he was in House of Cards. Nah. He was, he was pretty I mean, that, good. Yeah, he was good in House of Cards. I like him in two things. When he plays the dick, he's he really was, good. In Altered Carbon, he was really good too. Okay, but when he plays a, when he's supposed to be playing the guy you're rooting for, uh, bleh, this is Rick Flag you're talking about. No, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just he's he's not the highlight of this show, but they have already confirmed that Dickinson for All Mankind C and the Morning Show have are getting second seasons because they just love spending money. I mean, gotta break out that Jennifer Aniston they, money. They can. Uh, they these shows have not been doing very well. Via no, the I, they they critically for the most part critically have been panned. I don't know what the streaming numbers look like, but it can't be that good. Not after four episodes. I, I, yeah, 
they're releasing them week to week, right? There's yeah, no like, yeah. oh, we just, you know, someone nope. binged all 10 episodes of C, right? Not even all the critics have seen all 10 episodes of For All Mankind and for other shows. They haven't even yeah. seen all of them yet. They've just been panning the, all of these shows since yeah. launch. So, okay. So, so, yeah. So, that's uh, a good good uh, investment. In, Way in to go, the, Tim. In the proud tradition of let's continue to just waste our tremendous amount of money that we have, Apple TV Plus announced that they will be doing a... I uh, can't do this anymore. A series from M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong coming to Apple TV Plus called Servant. This is the first series that looks interesting. Really? Really? I'm what? actually interested in this. It looks mm. looks weird. Looks weird. I'm down. Walk. Will you please walk the people through the premise of this show and why you find it interesting? They hire, they hire a living nanny for a doll because I guess from what I can gather from the trailer, they lost... Their infant. They lost uh, their infant. Thirteen to, weeks, thirteen according weeks to old. the trailer, right? Due to some unforeseen accident or you know thing, and uh, the the wife went crazy. So in order to you know bring her back to life, they she cares for this doll, and they hired a nanny for this doll, and the nanny's a little creepy. I don't know. I just think <sighs> this reminds it, me of everything of the happenings dialogue. It looks creepy AF. It doesn't look at that. No, there's nothing wrong with the dialogue. There's barely any dialogue in it. You know, the only thing that worries me, it's going to be, it was always a doll. There was never a baby. Everybody's. No, no. The, the girl is actually the baby grown up. Ah, like, I know this is, stupid. I mean, I don't know what uh, twist baby, is going to happen. There's a twist. The baby's a boy. There's baby's, a twist. It's M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. There is a twist. How do you, th- M. Night Shyamalan past two movies haven't had any twist. Really? What was happening at the end of a, uh, at the end of a uh, split or splice, whatever the hell that movie was called? Split. Split. Yeah, it was a total twist. There was the twist that, at the end. That wasn't a twist. That's, that's a Easter twist. That's that a is twist. not a twist. That's a, that's twist. a twist. That is not a twist. That's a twist. a twist. No, it's not. It's a twist. No, it's not. It's that's a twist. A twist. <sighs> that's not a twist. It's a twist. That's a twist. What is the twist about it? The story had ended. The twist was not. The story was not done. The story was is was done. The story that was story not done. was done because that twist at the end. Ended that the story. was not a twist. It's called an. It's a twist. It's called a twist. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this shit. What it's. What is Google going to solve? Google can't solve the fact that that was a twist or not. Oh yeah, yeah, I can. Because uh, apparently autocomplete does say, uh, does Split have a twist ending? The answer is yes. Yes. It takes place inside Unbreakable. Oh, my God. This is connected. What a twist. What everybody said when they left the movie. Oh, what a twist. <laughs> That's a twist. I was thinking more so The Visit. I don't think The Visit had any sort of twist. And Glass. Oh, Glass. I guess Glass did have a twist. Yeah. Twisty. Surprise. So anyway, this looks terrible. Two to three. D- Doesn't look terrible. Two to one. This looks so dumb. Pretty dumb. It is. It, I will at least check out the first episode. I'm not like, I'm not like, oh, 10 episodes in. I will watch one episode. Was freaking, was freaking, um, did I see Ron Weasley? Was that Ron Weasley? Yeah, yeah Rupert Ron Grint. We- yeah. Ron Weasley was in this, but that's not enough to save this. I didn't, I didn't say that. I, I was just saying, oh, hey, he's in it. Can't I just make observations? You totally can. Great. Ron Weasley's in this. Wow, what a twist. <laughs> I'll throw something at you. All right, let's talk about something that actually looked good in my opinion. Then this is just my opinion. 
Ashley, Brian, I remember that you thought this looked good. We also got a trailer for the movie The Banker on Apple TV+. Plus. Oh, yeah, this did look interesting. Anthony Mackie, Samuel L. Jackson, and uh, how was he get his name wrong? What's his name? And Nicholas Holt. Uh, this looks pretty interesting. It's actually inspired by a true story, which I always take a little bit of suspect when it's inspired by a true story. What part of the story was it inspired by? Hopefully the truth. Uh, but it looks pretty cool. Uh, you know, a bunch of guys back in the 20s buying banks, pulling over on Whitey. There we go. It's 19, a con. It's a con movie. Four, right? Yeah, all right. I didn't. I didn't obviously pay attention uh, to the details. Obviously, I, I think it was like at the very beginning of the trailer. It was like it's yeah, 1954. Well, all right. well, that was a bit intention. 1954. It's well, a con movie, as Brian just said. It's yeah, a con movie. It's a con movie. I love con movies. Down for a con movie. I'm in. Joshua, when I, I was watching you watch the trailer, which it wasn't as creepy as it sounds, I was respectfully keeping my distance away from the window. Yeah, you were. You were you were making some uh, some grimacy faces. So uh, what do you feel about the banker? I mean, I got through half the trailer and I, I, you know, I I wasn't impressed. So I shut off the trailer. Okay. like I I got through half the trailer and I was like, "Mm, this I'm not even sure what's happening and I don't care. And so that was that was the end of that trailer for me. Buying banks make money then. But they can't buy banks because they're Samuel Jackson and Anthony Mackie. So no, they get I, Nicholas Holt to do it for them. I get it. I still, I'm just like, meh. It's Samuel Jackson. I don't know how you can say no to this just based on principle. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of Sam Jackson movies I haven't seen. Yeah, there's a ton of Sam Jackson movies I've never seen and won't see. Like they hit me on Bodyguard too. Like I won't see that at all. Like I never saw Shaft. Not, you know. Oh, the not not the new one, but the the one from 2000 is good. Uh, I didn't see Unicorn Store. I haven't even heard of that. Right. I didn't see the Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Peculiar, bleh, peculiar, peculiar Friends. That was actually no. a pretty good, no, pretty good movie. Didn't are we just going to go through his entire filmography? Because he's been in like 6,000 movies. Here we are back again to a two-to-one split. All right. Two-to-one split on The Banker and M. Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong's uh, series Servant. One's a movie, though. Once a series. Yeah, one's only an hour and 40 minutes of my time. The other one is like 13. That's why I'm saying I'm only watching the first episode of, of Servant. If it doesn't. Or don't it do doesn't any of me. that and watch a show that you're supposed to watch. Don't add new things. Listen, oh, listen. Jumper, I'll go watch that again instead of watching this. Thing. Jumper was a good movie. Jumper was not a good movie. No, it wasn't, I... a, it wasn't a good movie, but I'm going to go watch it again anyway. That that seems like a waste of your time. All right, so moving away from Apple TV Plus, we can turn our attention back to the broader sense of, of movies and TVs. There was an interesting trailer for the movie The Invisible Man. Now, this isn't Dark Universe The Invisible Man stuff. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be. But it's Blumhouse. I don't think it was. It's, it's produced by Universal as well. Yeah, produced by Universal, but Blumhouse, which means not Dark Universe. Mm, which means Universal hired Blumhouse to help co-produce like right but this, i'm not saying this was this is the dark universe or even was supposed to be the dark universe you just I, said I it mean, was supposed to be no i did not say that jimmy rewind the tape would you mind now this isn't dark universe the invisible man stuff yeah i think it was supposed to be Josh, this sounds our this uh, stars our, our friend Elizabeth Moss. It does, and I'm I'm on record as saying people that are good on TV don't necessarily make good movies. Correct. And Elizabeth Moss and Aldous Hodge, they're both solid on TV. 
Uh, I, no, I'm no interest in this. Oh, really? Like none nope. at all? None. The trailer was creepy as shit. It was a creepy trailer, but it it, it didn't um, strike me as like horror. It, it no thriller. Suspenseful. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I just don't. I don't see these two carrying a film. Okay, Brian, what are your thoughts on the Invisible Man? As a person, who's Alexis? Whatever. What? Josh. What? Elizabeth Moss and who? Aldous Hodge. Oh, Aldous. Who the fuck is that? Uh, he was on the show. Like, he, probably his biggest credit was Leverage um, with Timothy Hutton. Um, well, he was in Straight Outta Compton, uh, a small role in Die Hard with a Vengeance, uh, Hidden Figures. But his his biggest, yeah, his biggest role was probably the role of uh, uh, whatever he played in Leverage. It was a it was a solid role. That and I think Hidden Figures was a his second biggest one. Then, yeah, like I know he was in it but i don't i mean he played mc ren in straight out of compton and that was a pretty big movie so i'll give him that but like i'm not oh J- jack reacher he played he had a decent role in never go back okay but again this is a this is a not a guy that's going to carry a movie and he's like you know he gets top building top billing up there with elizabeth moss why can't i speak tonight i don't know this podcast brought to you by far too much coffee <laughs> So, Brian, as a person who's been slowly dipping his toe into the horror thriller scene and, and becoming a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, enthused with that genre, what do you think about this movie? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I'm not seeing it in the theater. I'll check it out on, uh, I don't know, what, streaming service, I guess? Peacock or... Uh, well, it's universal, right? So that, I mean, where, where, do, where do those movies go? They will eventually be going to Peacock. Yeah. What the hell's Peacock? Now? That's going to be their streaming Universal service. Universal streaming service. Yep. What? All I want are those those Tracy Morgan. I'm as proud as a peacock. Things to be the whole promo <laughs> for the entire service. That's all I want in my life. Yes, that is the that is the uh, announced but very uh, secretive uh, streaming service from NBC. We don't know anything about it. I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly. <laughs> all right, guys. We gotta be careful for the next topic. We gotta creep, creep, creep right into the next place. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got a trailer for Pixar's a new movie called Soul. And then Brian, when I was saying, hey, this movie looks pretty interesting, he goes, what's it about? And I said, oh, it's about a musician uh, kind of struggling to find his way and then uh, kind of has to get help from the other side, right, to, to go ahead and kind of find his life journey. And Brian looks at me and he has one, well, a couple words, and he just looks at me and he says, so it's Coco. To which I sat there and said, oh, shh. Shit, you're kind of you're kind of right. One of the top comments on this YouTube video says, at first I thought this was going to be a cool city movie about music, but Disney was like, nah, blue short character time. And I'm watching the trailer as I'm reading this and I'm like, it is blue short character time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Another comment says, I was loving this until he fell into the sewer. <laughs> that was it. When they were talking about finding your passion, what do you want to be remembered for? And, Seeing people say, I don't want to work at, like, the guy who, like, pushes away the computers. What am I doing? And this guy going to music, I'm like, this is going to be great. And then he falls down a, a manhole cover, just falls down a sewer hole, and he's in the afterlife. And I'm like, oh. I mean, I'm still going to cry, but, like, let's kind of hoping for the other movie, please. Like, if but you now think- you get to see little blue blue person do cowboy dances and be voiced by <laughs> Tina Fey. It was that who it was. Yeah, it's Tina Fey. Oh, all right. I mean... They've won every Academy Award except for one that they've been up against. So 
I mean, I'm, I'm going to see this, but I really kind of like the first movie. I didn't like, didn't like this one. Yeah, I, I while I like Jamie Fox, I can do without Tina Fey in general. She's just a voice. You're fine. Nah, at least they still have John Ratzenberger. Very important. They will always have John Ratzenberger. Nah, I understand. Well, at some point he's gonna die, Brian. Um, what? At what? Oh yeah, that's just silly. It's have gonna you- happen, and people are gonna be like, "Fuck you, 2019." Whoa, you're you're wishing. Wow, I mean, you're, you're, we've you're only got a few weeks stamp left on him this year. Yeah, he's 72 years old. I mean, it's gonna happen. Yeah, but not 2019. Fuck of- you, 2020. Wow, another just, just you're only giving year? him another year. Whoa, man, know, the, man, fuck you, thirty twenty six. Do you have some sort of direct line to the Green Reaper that I don't know about? The Green Reaper, no. The Green, the Green <laughs> and the Grim, both. <laughs> the Green Reaper plays the flute while still wearing the mask. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the Pod Piper. The Pod the Pod Piper. Yeah, the, yes, yep, the there Pod we go. Piper. We all can't speak today. <laughs> the all green... three of us. Doing a podcast and capable of speaking. It's not, it's the Green freaking, Ripper, the Grim Reaper, the Grim Riper, right? And all of it. That, all of it it's that daylight savings time, man. It's <laughs> fucked with Oh, me. my God. I have been listening to Laura talk about the time change <laughs> for a week now. The, the clock went back one hour. It's got to be all fucked up, Josh. And I get, I get like, oh, it's just, it's the time change, and I'm like, what? You got an extra hour of sleep? How's this fucking with you? Right? And like every time anything was even a little awry, right. I would send her a text that was like, must be the time change. Or like, and I'm like, look, it's only an hour. It takes no time to get over that. It doesn't even take an hour to get over For that. you. For anyone. For you, you For superhuman. For anyone. No, nah, I'm still struggling, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we're done talking about the uh, Disney Pixar trailer here, let's talk about the next Disney trailer from Hulu, which is a femme fatale movie called Reprisal, and it looks pretty. I thought it was a series. It is. I'm sorry. It is a series. You're correct. It's still, though, a Disney thing because Hulu is owned by Disney now. That doesn't have any. Just to remind you that that Disney owns everything. This is technically a Disney movie. It's a a series. All right. This is technically a Disney series. So, Josh, you are obviously a fan of the uh, the Femme Fatale uh, series. So series series. (laughs) Josh, you're obviously a a huge fan of the Femme Fatale stories. Uh, So, oh, my God. Josh, you obviously love these kinds of stories. So why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, your thoughts on Reprisal? Uh, I like uh, what's her name played Scotty on Suits. I like that. Yes. I was like, thank you. That's where she's from. Wasn't yeah. she on Timeless? The main girl. I don't know what that is. Yeah. It was that show that was good. That was on. Then got canceled. Then came back. Then got canceled again. And people are still upset. No, I have no idea. Time travel show. She was also in Mad Men. It's Abigail Spencer. She was also yeah, in yeah. Mad Men and True Detective as well. But yes, Scotty from Suits is the first thing that came to my brain. But good. Yeah. Tell me so, about this. I, okay. I like Femme Fatale stories. Um, I, I've watched this trailer twice. I'm still not sold. I will. Really? Yeah. If I need like something to kill an hour maybe i'll check this out but like i'm not sure well here's the cool thing unlike apple tv plus on hulu they are going to drop all of these episodes all of them on december 6th so boom you just kill it out in a weekend boom done but it looks pretty cool i i love seeing uh 
Some of this action looks pretty intense. The storyline looks really interesting. Hulu originals, when they have the bad guys, I don't know if you guys have seen Shut Eye at all. I know it was on my list of things to, to recommend you watch. But they always kind of have these weird, f- generic-feeling bad guys. They're, they're never 100% thought out. They're just 90% there, and then they fail on that 10%. But uh, this 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 looks pretty cool, and uh, I kind of can't wait to see where it goes. Brian, what what about you? Um, I'm interested. I I I too enjoy femme fatale movies, <laughs> and um, I believe it's pronounced fatale. <laughs> I, I I will I will tell you, uh, CJ. <laughs> tell me that that I say femme. Fatale. I would love to tell you that uh, <laughs> I I would add this to the list, but I mean I don't I don't know. I'm gonna try to make time for it. Um, uh, now, now, I enjoy on. it. You're like going to watch one episode of, of M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong Servant, but you won't watch one episode of this. I absolutely will watch one episode of this, but it's dropping the whole thing. So, I mean, I, then I'm, I'm in it. I'm obligated to, to, to watch it all if, if I so desire to, to enjoy it. Like, I don't know. I'm going to give it a shot. We'll see. It's, at, it's on the list. It's much higher than some other things on the list. <laughs> I'll say. Okay. I don't know how Fatel this femme is. Like, maybe she's just pulling the strings. Maybe she's not actually, like, kicking the ass. I don't know. Seems like she's, like, becoming a mob boss. I'm interested. I'll check it out. I like it. Looks cool. I like con shit, and I like I like mobster shit. So, so far, I'm in for two of these. She was blah, blah on How I Met Your Mother. She was oh. blah, blah. Here we go. She was blah, blah. You are correct. Thank you. That makes things a lot. Thank you. Now that makes it, that makes me feel better. All right. Uh, this next story is interesting. There is a movie coming out called Finding Jack that will tell the story of a U.S. soldier who nurses wounded yellow Labrador retrievers back to health after they were serving in Vietnam. The film is based off a 2013 uh, novel, which was based off a actually true story where he left over 100 I'm sorry, we left over 10,000 military dogs just in Vietnam at the end of the conflict. Uh, and there's a character called Rogan, who's the patroon, uh, the, uh, who is the platoon leader, uh, who is kind of integral into saving some of these animals' lives. He's a minor character. And they were looking around to find what actor would be the best person to play this character. And they let, landed on, let me check my notes here, yeah, James Dean uh, to go ahead and play this character because he could totally do it. He's available. Wait a minute. He died in 1955 at the age of 24. So this is happening, and apparently people are 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 not happy about this. But before we get to the the celebrity thoughts and feelings on this, what do we feel of a completely CGI'd character from the the grave making an appearance in in this movie? That just well, seems silly. Why? Right? There's plenty of people who who will take yeah. that job. So who are real? Who are real? They're, they're going real to use CGI, and they're also going to have stand-ins that are going to have computer-generated imagery taken over for their face, and using a lot of uh, extra footage. Stupid, stupid. So here we go. the the Jane the the people of Jane Dean's estate have signed off on this because why not? They're of getting course all the they money, have. They're right? cashing that check. <laughs> they're getting all that money. The family views this as his fourth film, a movie that he never got to make. And we will do everything to make sure we don't let his fans down. I'm sure James what? Dean was a huge fan of this book that was written in 2012 as well. <laughs> so I'm sure he, he's proud of yeah, being involved consider, in this. Considering he was 24 when he died in 1955. Um, 
They're actually they've already greenlit the sequel, and that <laughs> that starred River Phoenix. So yeah, will Marilyn Monroe be making an appearance? She might. This is different than the Carrie Fisher stuff going on with Star Wars, and the other one in Rogue One where they brought that actor back from Peter Cushing. They did the CGI version of yes, but the thing with Peter Cushing is uh, he agreed that that like that he was going to be that character. Like he said, yeah, I've read that I will be this character in other Star Wars. And, and and obviously it was pretty clear that, you know, he wasn't there in person, but they're trying to make this look as real to life as possible. This is fucked up, right? We can all agree this is weird. So Elijah Wood says, nope, this shouldn't be a thing. And Chris Evans said, I'm sure he'd be thrilled. Roll eye emoji. This is awful. Maybe we can just get a computer to paint us a new Picasso or maybe have John Lennon write a few new songs. The complete lack in understanding here is shameful. So this is something we have to deal with now. Robin Williams specifically stated that no one's allowed to use his appearance after his death for like, what, like 20 years or something like that. Like no one can use his his likeness or his image in any movies. Like he at least yeah, thought his, it his daughter was vocal about this, too. So she she called it, quote, puppeteering the dead. <laughs> Whoa. Hot wow. Damn. Yeah. Not pulling any punches. Zelda Williams not fucking around God over there. Right. Well, good for her. Well, this is bullshit, and I can't wait to see this movie uh, do not too well. And then they'll have to reverse course on this. And uh, No, they'll just lose a bunch of money. And They're not going to do this, right? They're not. Uh, this backlash is too strong. They're not actually going to do this, right? They've got they the press spent, now for the movie. They're, they're they already just, spent the money on the likeness. You don't think they're going to at least try? You don't think they'll try to spin this? I, I don't know. You tell me, Mr. Hollywood. I hope not. Um, I'm not I'm not involved in this decision. You freaking kidding me? I'm sure there's insurance for for spending that much money and not being able to use it. Right. Isn't that Doubt what the whole producers is about? Doubt it. Now, since we're, we're talking about reboots, we might as well just get on to the, the next one, which Josh, I think you found. And it has to deal with Zorro. Uh, Zorro. Uh, apparently, there's a there's a spinoff uh, or reboot, of course. A reboot? Yeah. Um, so it's going to be about Zorro's legacy, focused on Zorro's legacy. Um, but it's going to be a female protagonist. Okay. Um, and while uh, I, I'm on record as loving uh, female, like femme fatale, blah, blah, blah. I'm, you know, this is not, this is not new for us. Not, it's not new, new, uh, new landscape where we're covering here. Um, I don't understand how you take a period piece like Zorro and completely change the story and call it, uh, focusing on legacy. Are they, are they doing like, um, like a modernization of this? Like, are they, well, bringing- so, and that was my other thought was, right. okay. So, you know, you make it like Romeo and Juliet, right. Where you, you know, you can modernize it while still sort of capturing the essence of what Zorro is. Right. Uh, I don't know. I mean, um, the series is. Oh, no, it's all set in modern. So here it is. The female Zorro series will not focus on the original swordsman, but actually set in the modern day. And the series will follow Z, a descendant of the same lineage of the original Zorro. Okay. And her efforts to protect her people in her community. Yeah, that's that's all well and good. But like Zorro was like a masked swordsman. Um, I don't. I don't see how you like <laughs> you can't uh, bring a sword out in modern times, right? It's the, the, like it was even yeah, weird like in the, Highlander. The, the closest thing, like I mean, basically you can just pluck one of the characters from uh, Arrow, right, and and basically just call it Zaro. 
like any one of the female oh, characters, okay. essentially. You know what I mean? That that's Brian. Tell me, I'm crazy. I'm not really sure what your what your point. Well, is. like you take Speedy out of Arrow and you you give her a black outfit instead of a red one, and sure. you say you're you're Zaro now, and she's like, oh, I know how to use a sword. I was trained. Sure. I mean, Batwoman is technically Zoro. I mean, any any vigilante is technically Zoro. Yeah, but with Batwoman didn't use a sword. She's trained. In swordsmanship? Sure. But you're saying sure, but do you mean sure? <laughs> I mean, sure. No, see, I don't think you do. Okay, but but my but my point is like Batman had some very heavily heavy influences in Zoro, so by the transitive property, Batwoman would, would mm-hmm. also have same influences. I don't know. If we wanted to take the female approach from it. His were of shadows. At the end of the day, if you're a vigilante who is, assassins. who is not killing people, you're Zuro. So is is this trying to cash in on the superhero female so hot right now? Yeah, female Females. superheroes stories and being like yeah that sounds great and they're like and it, it, you want i just got my answer this is for cbs so yeah they are because they don't have any properties that are superhero related right now so yeah they lost supergirl so here you go the only thing they have Zor- is zoro zoro's in the public domain so why not that's that's really all it comes down to is we need we need a character that we can make a superhero type show out of but we can't touch marvel or dc what do we got? Well, you have Zorro, Robin Hood, and King Arthur. Okay, well, Zorro it is. That, that's all That's all this is. All right, well, grasp, grasp, grasping at straws for CBS. Go for you, buddy. You, you, I you, mean, you listen, you read that synopsis, and I'm not going to lie. The synopsis sounds like a show that should have come out in 2002, and it probably should would have done very well with right. like, the dark and gritty with, like, leather pants and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't th- – it's going to be very, you know it's a very hard sell. CBS All Access, that's what this is probably. <laughs> How do we no, get people that's what, that streaming That's the service? funny part. They'll put this shit on cable for everyone to see, yet oh, anything right. that they think is good, they'll put on All Access. Be way better off turning it into like some sort of a furry woodland creature. You Did know? you see Elf is on TV today? Ooh, <laughs> the fairy sprite was protecting them from a giant cat. Right. All right, well. What? Oh, no, dude, just go with the flow. Just no. go with the flow today. Today's just go with the flow kind of day. I feel like flowing. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. So I had a thought the other week, and it was nice to see that I was not the only one with this thought, because uh, there's an article here that says Netflix and Spotify may be required to issue emergency alerts from the government, just like TV and radio. Good. And I was thinking about this with most people not listening to the radio in their car, right? And with most people doing some kind of streaming, and sometimes some people put their phones away from them when they watch TV. I don't know how they do that, but they do. I do. I was thinking to myself, if I'm driving in my car listening to a podcast, like, if there was something going on, I wouldn't know unless my phone buzzed or a road sign told me. I would have no idea that this was going to happen. So uh, getting the idea that Disney+, Plus, Spotify, Netflix, all these streaming services would have to do something to kind of keep you... Uh, alert to important things like amber alerts or these you know, are only the big ones yeah right yeah like um I, that's I'm, I'm on board for this what do you guys think is this is this just the inevitable evolution of us being in a in a place where we're not necessarily connected to traditional stuff or is this kind of intruding on the fact of i no. left those services for this yeah no nobody left 
cable because they were getting too many <laughs> too tests many. of the emergency oh, broadcast system. Once a day, they got me. Just, I mean, you know, it's just something that happens during Hogan's Heroes, and you get used <laughs> to it. Uh, and so what, right? I mean, the, there's got to be a way to be like, hey, there's a fucking tornado. You know what I mean? Like right. that. Because you wouldn't know because you're 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 watching your whatever in your parents' basement. Calm down. Just it's fine. Yeah, but but honestly, though, don't people always have their their cell phones with them? And these things come through on a cell phone. No problem. Why do we need them to be on our streaming service? Because maybe they're not looking at their phone. Like if I need to focus on what I'm watching, my phone goes on. Do not disturb because I do not want to be disturbed. Right. True. Well, it's time for me to do my favorite hobby. Yes, coin collecting. No, it's where I go around the internet. I find the weird, I find the obscure, and I ask these two gentlemen for their tech perspective. Josh, we'll uh, we'll talk about this topic between you and I because I know Brian has zero interest in this one whatsoever. Google is buying Fitbit for a ton of money uh, to make Google Wear OS actually, you know, usable. Uh this is a pretty big move because Fitbit is a very popular. Uh, yeah, it's it's hugely popular. And like even with kids like this is uh, this is a big deal for like uh, kids like my yeah. daughter's age, nine, ten years old. How? Well, people know what a Fitbit is and no one knows what a Google Wear OS device is. Well, obviously. Right. And it's it's become. um what Fitbit has managed to do is the thing that that Apple has done several times um, in in the past couple decades, which is completely, you know, corner at least the mind share part of the market, right? Like people say, "Hey, where do you keep your Fitbits?" and they mean all yes. fitness tracking devices. Correct. They don't mean a Fitbit per se. Right. Like where do you keep your iPods? You know, the one for $20. <laughs> right. What? No, the little, yeah, the iPod, the $20 iPod that you advertised. Well, you mean the little creative thing. No, I mean an iPod. No, you don't. It's an MP3 player. It's the exact same thing. It's brilliant. It's, it's a brilliant move for Google. Bold move, Cotton. The other part, too, with this comes all of, all, obviously, Fitbit's assets. But with the other uh, interesting thing about this when I was researching this was they also, Google, they I should say, bought a lot of patents from Fossil for their smartwatches, which weren't doing that well. So they bought Fossil smartwatches as well. So it really seems like they're going to be making a push to compete with the Apple Watch, which is that, which is great. S- s- slow down. Slow down, Turbo. What? I mean, no. What do you mean no? I mean, no. They flat out will not be able to compete with the Apple Watch. They'll compete with it. I'm not saying they're going to win. They're going to compete. They're not going to compete. In order to compete, you have to actually be competitive. This is not going to be a thing. It's not even going to be in the same class. Okay. I disagree with you on that one. I think Google has been really making a push to try to make Wear OS actually a thing. Which is why they bought Fitbit. Right. Because because Wear OS was so successful. No, it's a big pile of donkey crap. That it didn't require a complete rebrand. Yes, they need to completely rehaul this. That's why they just paid like $2.1 billion for this company. That's great. No? It, they're you're you're turning a smartwatch into a fitness tracker. Yeah, which is really what the Apple Watch did. It's, it went from being a complete smartwatch to oh gosh, health and fitness. 
that's what happened. Not, from, that's not all it did. And you know that's not all it did. But from series from series zero to where are the Apple Watch is now, the Apple Watch now is a health and the best, the world's best health and health and fitness tracker. World's best. The world's best health and fitness tracker. Right. That yeah. happens to tell you your text messages. Find me another use for the Apple Watch besides telling me how far I walked, closing my rings and seeing what my texts are. Are you serious? What are the other? What, how else do you use an Apple Watch? I don't. Those are the only but two uses. I don't use any watch, so I can't. I can't. I can't speak. I can't speak to why anybody wears watches. You have a phone, right? Yes. Well, you're all set. I disagree with you that, but I do want to say one thing that definitely caught my eye with this. And Brian, I can uh, hear the eye rolls now, sir. <clears throat> Since Google just bought Fitbit, that means they bought Coin. And they bought Pebble. Nobody cares. Thank you. <laughs> nobody does care, but I do. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. You know? no, nobody cared uh, when you had coin and a Pebble. The only time we cared is when your coin was not able to be used and it was <laughs> wasted and I had to pay for lunch. And that was, that was fun. One time at a McDonald's. It was at a Burger King. Oh, okay. And... That's the only time anybody cared about anything with your coin. Long live Apple Pay. You know, just stop. Brian, I've got I've got the next topic that I think is, is tailor-made for you. Buddy. Is it? Because it's tech perspective. This is my time to nap. Tailor-made for you, especially from back in the day, right? When when you were living in a, in a palatial estate outnumbered by cats, cats everywhere. I know you, you, value, you valued your, your privacy, right? Sure. You had a value of privacy, especially in, in, in the shared spaces where your butler and your folding mate would probably take up a, a lot of space. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Just kind of wish you could hide away, right? Maybe watch some some HBO, some hubbo programming, if I may. Well, if you were a college student back in then, this would really help you out because HBO has, has announced their newest product, The Box. You just described an entire lifestyle of a man not in college and then told me if I were in college, I could have this. Well, I never said I was good at Segway, so this is the only thing I've got, Brian. Don't take this away from me. What is the box, CJ, besides what's in the box? The box, Brian, is it's a, it's a fucking box. It's, it's a box that you sit inside to, to have privacy when you it's, watch HBO. Brian, it's log. It's big, it's heavy, it's wood. I, I have a box that is also my uh, time machine. Will that work as well? Uh, only if it runs on Doritos. I I saw that mm. on TV once, so that has to be true. Exciting. I mean, this one w- runs on Dreams, which it's, I have none. It's better than bad. It's good. Oh, my gosh. I'm really sad. I can't find it. Remember a few months ago, there was that product where the guy put the, the thing over his face and went to a park and, like, watched TV. Yeah. And yeah. we mocked it relentlessly. Yeah. It's that. Again, yeah. it's yeah, except that this one doesn't look like a trash can. <laughs> no, it's just, it really true. is just a fucking box. But it goes over from basically your head down to like your knees. So I don't know what you're doing in the box. No, seriously, though, this is not this isn't a joke. No, this is a real thing they're doing. No, it's not. Yes, Are it you is. sure about that? HBO box challenge giveaway. You tweet, you enter into it, you get a free year of HBO, you get some stickers and you get a fucking box. Dude, no, it's not a real it's not a real product. They're not going to like well, sell. Well, the then box. what are we talking about? It's what just a this? way to promote HBO to college kids to get them to get HBO. Yeah, right? Josh, you know, the market with all sorts of disposable income to buy yeah, HBO subscriptions I don't, right. with. Absolutely. I really don't. What's the. OK, 
the company behind its wacky promotional stunt is offering HBO uh, subscribers in, that are in college the opportunity to win HBO, some swag, and of course, a fucking pot. It's a pot. If they do what? They, you just tweet out this tweet. I don't know, dude. I wasn't going to put that much energy into this. Ugh. Anyway, HBO, they made a box. What will the world think of next? Josh, this is definitely stuff for you and I right now, buddy. Uh, okay. AT&T is in a little bit of trouble and then also decided to just piss off all its customers all at once. And I figured we'd talk about it because some of us have that. AT&T got fined $60 million for throttling its quote-unquote unlimited data plans. Oh, yeah. Right? So they Yeah, were- I have the unlimited slowing them down but so brian they they got slapped on the wrist because they were throttling you when they weren't supposed to because unlimited doesn't mean anything so you know what they did they said damn it we just got hit with 60 million dollars worth of fines so here's what we're gonna do if you're on one of our select mobile plans we're gonna give you some bonus data so congratulations you now get bonus data on your account it costs ten dollars a month but you get bonus data but i don't i already have unlimited Right, but if you have the 15 gigs worth of, of – of, if you're on the mobile share value plan, congratulations, you're getting an extra – So what I'm hearing is all the peasant AT&T subscribers are paying for this lawsuit, right? Well, I don't know about peasant, but but yeah. But here's the thing. You can't opt out of this. It's a bonus that costs you $10 a month, and you can't opt out. You have to change your plan. Okay. What the hell is this? Josh, what the hell is this? Um, I don't know what CJ's talking about. I wanted this to be uh I, I wanted people with ATT to know that you may be do some sort of monies. Sure, but you're just gonna try to get out of the other subscribers. Do I get anything out of this sixty million dollar fine? You might. Well, that's good I don't know. know. Just I like mean, the just thing. like the Yahoo breach or the You're uh, gonna have to you're Equifax? gonna have to check that shit out for yourself. I, I'm you know, I'm sure that there's probably some sort of class action paperwork that was sent to you. I don't know. Not um, yet. I know that when I get class action paperwork, it goes directly into the trash. But this wasn't this wasn't a, a, a lawsuit brought by their customers. This is the FTC. Yeah, it was the FTC. So well, then there's got to be some sort of communication to customers. I don't know if you've uh, looked at the FTC lately. No, I no, I don't. I don't. I just thought I'm not an AT&T user and this does not apply to me. But a lot of people use AT&T. And if you're due money, you should get that money. You're not due money. As a matter of fact, you now owe money. That's what yeah, the hell I'm just not, happened to I'm this. I'm not due any money. Who owes money? If you are on the, the the their mobile share value plan. If you're on any plan other than unlimited, they're charging you $10 extra. Who is on a plan that isn't unlimited I anymore? don't know. People. I'm on lots, unlimited. I know people who are. Are you serious? I'm serious. Silly. I, I know someone. What is it really saving them? 15 bucks a month? I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what they're being. I don't know what they're saving. I hope it was $10 a month because now they're not saving anything. I don't even look at how much data I use because it doesn't fucking matter. I know. But here's my part. You can't call something a bonus and then say, oh, and it costs $10. If I went to work and they said, hey, everybody, we're giving you a bonus. I said, yeah. And they're like, and now give us money. I would be like, what? What the fuck just happened? Did you have a stroke? This is not how bonuses work. I was outraged by this. I took your story. Clearly. I hijacked this. I can't believe yeah. this crap. Would you like a happier title? Would you like a happier topic? Something. We all love Superman, right? Big fan sure. of the, the original Christopher Reeve Superman. The 1978 movie is actually being now preserved on next level new technology of storage. It is going to be... 75.6 gigabytes of data 
stored on a piece of glass the size of a square index card. Oh, it's just like the Superman crystals. That's adorable. Fortress of Solitude. Yay. This also, I I thought I heard about this like four years ago. Are you sure this is new? This is, this is actually happening though. This is the first movie to be preserved with it. There's other data that's restored, that has been preserved. I heard about them specifically restoring, doing this with Superman like a while ago, I thought. Unless I'm crazy. It, it says the store, this particular storage solution will help protect movies beyond the life of the actual film they've been recorded on or beyond the power demands of live servers. And I just wonder what, like, are we really worried about the movies not being available? Yes. No, honestly, yes. That That is a, a real concern. It's a very big concern. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. A lot of movies, uh, even even recent movies from even the 70s, right, are sitting on film in a storage container somewhere in a studio's basement not being cared for. There is a huge push right now within the, the film industry to preserve movies because some of them are are losing their, their quality. Some of them are now gone forever. So we're going to put it on glass, and apparently this is very, very tough glass. Yes. Um, it is still glass. Um, we're taking it off of servers, which don't hold, you know, don't take up any space. I mean, really? Yeah. And we're going to go back to physical space. Uh, I think the point is, CJ's point is a lot like, okay, Superman, probably not the best example, but, but a lot of these movies are not digital. They're not on a server anywhere. They're still on 35 millimeter film degrading slowly as time moves on. And a lot of it is, is actual, like, classic movies, even as recent as the 70s and 80s. I will say this, even if, like, let's say Superman is on a server somewhere. Let's be real, because mm-hmm. it's had four re- releases. But you and I both know that servers are not infallible, and that data is just as susceptible to being corrupted or deleted or screwed up as anything else. So... I don't know. I don't know what glass is going to do to change that, but still. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we also talked about too a couple a couple of weeks ago that VHS tapes are also now reaching the end of their actual shelf life, right? And some of these movies have been taken from format to format to format to try to preserve it, and every time we do that, we're losing quality. Now, when I honestly go look at even a Blu-ray, right, or a laser disc of Superman, what are the odds it's seventy-five gigs worth of data? Right. Like pretty slim to none. Right. So I don't know where this they're they're getting such a large file from, but that is a great way to future proof a film to be available in whatever kind of future technology we have to watch this. And no matter what the encoder is going to be to handle a movie like that, like 4K, correct me if I'm wrong, but like the the 4K movies are are like what, 8 gigs, 20, 10 gigs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the big part with Blu-ray isn't so much the image quality, Brian, but correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's the audio. the audio, right? That's the it's bigger the audio. part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that's where the a lot of the heft comes from. So, I mean, imagine taking something that was filmed in 1978 and knowing that it takes 75 gigs worth of data. Like, you probably have master tracks of everything. So it even is probably at a better quality than what is on that server. Because okay, but why glass? Because Microsoft said, "Hey, let's make it glass," and they were like, "Like, okay." It's better than a Zune. <laughs> I mean, we can store it on Zunes, but no one's going to be able to do anything with them. So let's put it on glass. Why? Why glass? Because Superman, it was on the Fortress of Solitude and things were in glass. It's sci-fi. That's real, Josh. 
Don't look the gift right. horse in the mouth. It's sci-fi that's real. I think the first problem is you you view this as a gift. What, is this a curse? Is there a... I didn't say it was a curse, but I'm just saying. Wait, no, what are you saying? I'm very confused. That was very ominous. What's happening? Just saying. What do you know that I don't know? So much. <laughs> well, so, so much. Two of the Shay. All right. Is that it? Sure. All right. Guys, let's let's talk for a, a quick second about uh, my favorite company in the world. Let's talk about Samsung. So Samsung made the Samsung Galaxy S10. And let me double check here. Yep, it hasn't exploded yet, which is good, but it's uh, back in the news. So what Samsung decided to do was take the Samsung Galaxy S10 and put it in, in space. They were going to put it in space in a satellite that they called it the space selfie. What it was is if you owned a Samsung Galaxy S10, you could send a picture to the satellite and it would take a selfie of your face in space. You following me so far? No. Because why? Why would you do this, correct? You're sending your phone into space? No. The Sam- there is a Samsung Galaxy S10 up in space. You from Earth. Send what I understand picture. is that I'm getting a rocket. <laughs> yes, when you buy a and Samsung... And the ability to launch things into space. Correct. When you buy a Samsung Galaxy S10, they give you seven Note 7s that will, of course, explode and lift your S10 into right. space. Right. So right. you send your picture to this S10 in space. It puts it on a screen on this selfie satellite. It The S10 then takes a picture of the satellite with your face on it. And now, hey, you got a picture of your face in space. Because, like, the, the space filter isn't good enough. I, I, or... Yep. But with all things Samsung, it, of course, comes crashing down to Earth. And I don't mean that metaphorically. I mean that physically. A few weeks ago, Samsung's selfie satellite just fell in the middle of Garrett County in the United States in the middle of a farm in Michigan. Grashit, Grashit County. Grashit County. My apologies. I can't pronounce things. But just into the backyard there of uh, Nancy Mumby Welke, who I'm saying isn't a real person. <laughs> That's a made up name. As, <laughs> they're trying to hide the fact that it's mom, pa, Ken. It's witness protection. That's what it that's really is. That's right. That's right. This was Superman. <laughs> and they weren't in Michigan. They were in Kansas. They were I in Kansas. Know, I want to know what, like, Samsung doesn't, uh, t- to my knowledge, like, satellites or rockets or anything. Do I mean, I mean, they make uh, they make everything. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but they made this satellite, I think. Oh, dude, that, yeah, the whole damn thing. It wasn't like a phone fell. <laughs> it was like no, it was whole... the whole satellite fell. Oh, It, it was well, some German company, right? I, I don't know. I, I just, you ever, you know, you know those cartoons where people keep stepping on the, the rake and it <laughs> pops up and smacks them in the yes. face? Yes. That's kind of, I wonder how many rakes Samsung has laying around. <laughs> or the, the Charlie Brown uh, Lucy thing. Every time yeah. he goes to get yeah, the football. Yeah. She, right. she swipes the football away. Just pulls yeah. it out from underneath him. Yeah. I, I don't know how many times Samsung's going to keep doing this until they're like, maybe it should stop kicking the football. Like it's I, I don't know. Once a month, it's Samsung stepped on a here's, dick day. Here's what the, happened? Here's the bigger thing that I have. There are thousands, thousands of man-made objects that fall to Earth annually, right? And this one fell in the middle of a farm in Michigan. Not once have I heard of something falling from space and killing a person. Aren't we due for one? And if if we are, isn't Samsung the prime company to have that happen to him? 
Isn't there, aren't they the, the number one candidate for, oh, man, we had phones explode and then we, could, yeah. we just killed somebody? In in fairness to Samsung, I don't really think you can blame Samsung for something falling from space. Correct. However, I can blame Samsung for wanting to send it up to space yeah, in the it, first place. It's a harebrained, it, it's, a, it's a bad idea, like, to begin with. Um, I don't know if Samsung gets the Darwin Award. It's a bad idea. Well, I think in honor of that, we should then get our own. Uh, weather balloon satellite thingamabob and just send a flash drive of, of our podcast up into space or we put it on glass from microsoft there we go we put it on glass from microsoft and shoot it out into space and then when the aliens come they'll 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 start with us first one yeah that, that no whatever happened to time capsules wasn't that like a marketing thing whatever happened? they're all, they're all buried they're all buried uh in in like the in the in the backyard of your elements fine school. we can do that because when the mole men find it, I can take some mole men. I'm not. I'm not so sure I can take aliens. <laughs> Got like crayons and Elmer's glue in him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Ironically enough, Brian, when you when you thought that, it reminded me of something. Uh, that New Hampshire, a New Hampshire town, had a time capsule that was 50 years old, and they opened it up, and it was completely empty. Completely empty. Someone busted in there and took all the shit. No, they 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 had two, one for display, and then one that you know. Actually, was they a time buried the display one, and they buried the display one that had nothing. <laughs> wow, stupid. Yep. So somewhere out there, they have like a, an actual time capsule from like the, the moon landing and everything, and they just like took it in. Nah, that shit got thrown away. But oh the, yes, the, the two dudes who were in charge of burying it, going, "Hey, do you remember which one had the stuff in it?" <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny part. There we go. Alrighty. Why wouldn't you just bury them both and be safe? I don't know. They don't have a permit for that. They only dug the hole big enough for one time capsule. And that would have been double the work. All right. Well, listeners, I want to say thank you for this journey because it was uh, it was fun. I can't say femme fatale. I just can't do it. I had to learn tonight. I appreciate you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. And I've got one more thing for you. You this month can actually vote for our Patreon uh, exclusive spoiler cast. Even if you're not a patron, tell us what movie to see. And then once you decide, become a patron and get that exclusive episode. Go to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd. Go vote and then go sign up. Uh, we can't appreciate your support anymore, so I'm just going to let you go ahead and say thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work, and we will talk to you next week. Well, welcome to the club, because you are that kind of nerd. So I would just like the record to reflect that we have a little bit of a situation. I am completely out of seltzer. <laughs> that is a situation. I thought I had a whole nother case. I do not. So, what? I guess I'm just stuck being me because I have no seltzer. Problems. So, enjoy that. I want to now uh, turn around to the internet to get. Every now and then I get a little lonely (laughs) and never come around. We went Bonnie Tyler? Yeah, it's the right call. It was the right call.